welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so uh, excited to have you here today, and I zestfully invite you to listen to today's show. Today is Wednesday. We're here each and every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and this is a brand new show, and we are live. So do give us a call um, at 951-922-3532. That number is 951-922-3532. So today we're going to talk about something that's been bugging me for a while. It's called, Do You Know Who I Am card? And it's not just this card. It's not just the fame card. I am sick and tired of people hiding behind labels. Um, people today are using all number of cards to hide behind. The gender card, the race card, and, of course, the fame card, uh, the feminist card. I mean, it's the, the list just goes on and on. People don't realize that by hiding behind a label actually takes away your power. So let's look at who does this and why and how you don't have to fall into this trap. Um, I'm going to break it all down for you so you see why someone would resort to using a card or a label, as I call it, and how that actually takes away your power and instead Let's talk about ways that you can gain power for real without hiding behind these labels, okay? So before we get into this topic, if you happen to have missed last week's show, it was called Bigger Better Deal. It's a syndrome that you date somebody, but you wonder, could there be something bigger or better for you out there than what's in front of you now? Because of being bombarded by advertisements, news, and social media, it's no wonder our minds wander in the love department as well. So that's what we talked about. So if you happen to have missed last week's show, so easy to catch up. You can catch up on this show or do a little binge listening and catch up on any and all of my archive shows. Just download my mobile app. Uh, Google the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and it will come up for you. For those of you who have not yet uh, downloaded the mobile app, you can also find me on SoundCloud and TuneIn, and that's how you catch my shows. The, the mobile app, by the way, not only has the on-demand version, but it has the live, the listen live version, so you can listen if you happen to be outside of the Los Angeles geographic area. And I do have lots of listeners that are outside of our L.A. area. A lot of people in the Northeast. I have some in Australia and some in um, in the U.K. and a few scattered <laughs> everywhere. Uh, there's some in India, Australia. Yeah, so a lot of different places. So I'm very um, touched and, and uh, honored that you guys take your take a moment out of your day to listen to my show. So please spread the word that you listen and uh, invite your friends and family to join us as well. All right, so let's hop into our topic today which is using a card or a label to hide behind. Now, I find that those who hide behind labels because, you know, one reason could be because they don't really know what they stand for. I'll give you an example. I was doing a book fair in Los Angeles at SC, and <clears throat> there was a young lady who had a T-shirt, and in big, bold letters it said the word feminist. And I pulled her over and I said, you know, do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? And, and I asked her, you know, why do you have this T-shirt? Why do you need to have this moniker? And she rattled off a few things that you hear in social media. And, you know, it's almost like she had memorized those few lines. But when I dug a little deeper why she needed to be associated with the word feminism, her answer uh, then got a little choppy um, after that. And she says, well, I need to protect my body. And I said, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. There are already laws in place for you to protect your body. Um, you know, it's called a rape charge. Hello. Uh, and I said, you know, as a female, 
we have the ultimate veto power if we don't feel like having sex or don't want to have sex with this particular person you always have the right to say no so you don't need a moniker or a label to do either of those things now if you feel you're in jeopardy you're in danger in bodily danger because the guy is bigger or stronger than you are you know do your very best to avoid being in that dangerous type of environment in other words maybe you're not walking in a bad neighborhood after hours maybe you know um, you know, there are things that you can do to protect yourself. Maybe you are not going to that producer's hotel room <laughs> unescorted, you know, things like that. I mean, just use common sense that you don't need, for the most part, you don't need a moniker to be protected. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of this has to do with how you carry yourself. And you don't put yourself in a stupid or precarious situation if you don't have to. Now, are accidents going to happen? Is may are, is mayhem going to happen? Even though you're, you know, you're always on the lookout. Of course it will, but I don't think it's to the degree that the current young twenty-something-year-old women feel that it is. So I think a lot of it is they're just giving away their power and they're not really paying attention to what sorts of elements will put them in danger. So they just say, oh, you know, I'm just going to be protected by this word. I'm just going to use the word. I'm a feminist. And, you know, that's supposed to help me out and that there's strength in numbers rather than taking, you know, your own personal uh, care. You know, maybe you need to take, um, you know, some sort of fitness class or defense class or what have you or some sort of awareness that there's so many coaches and teachers who will teach you, you know, how to walk in the streets, uh, how to uh, handle yourself in public and, you know, what you can do to actually protect yourself. And, hey, we carry purses. I mean, worst comes to worst, maybe you have to carry mace or pepper spray or something in your purse or maybe you have a, a an alarm maybe it's like a key fob or something you know a lot of the new cars now they have an alarm setting to where if you feel you're in danger you could just sound your alarm um you know if you don't have one of those fancy cars that does that you know there are key fobs that will uh make an extreme amount of noise which is what you want to do you want to bring attention to your situation so you are not attacked. So, you know, you have to be proactive with, with anything that's in life. You have to be proactive. You just can't be lazy and take a back seat and do nothing and then just expect the world to take care of you. So that's why I have an issue with today's topic. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. You can call in on this number with your question or comment. Our phone number is 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. And today we are talking about hiding behind labels and using the fame card and all of those cards. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. 
the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with the Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross, on KMET 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Call us on today's topic. We're talking about labels and cards and hiding behind a certain group because you just don't want to put in the work to do what you need to do to be a confident, powerful person. So call us at 951 951- 922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We have a caller on the line. Welcome back, Sherwin, to our show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Linda. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thank you. What can I help you with? Well, I just wanted to give some of my experiences to our female uh, listeners so that they could better protect themselves and also chime in on hiding behind a gender card, just to remain topical. On the first part, hiding behind a gender card. Uh, for some of the ladies, oh, well, for example, I wanted to vote for Hillary Clinton because I feel that she empowers women. And uh, she'll be the first woman to be the president. Well, Trevor Noah, who is actually also Democratic, very liberal, called her out. In 2008, she had a uh, campaign person who sexually harassed a woman. Now, the woman came forward to Ms. Clinton. You know, he kissed her on her forehead and was being very inappropriate. Basically, she ended up punishing her by removing her from the staff, and she just gave him a slap on the wrist. Well, now this, uh, there's a problem with that because uh, when he worked with somebody else, he got fired for doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. I don't think that's really empowering women too much, and you should vote for the best candidate that you think is going to help the country not necessarily because you're the first woman, the first black, or the first whatever. So that was my first point I wanted to make. uh... Absolutely. I mean, I I was uh, questioned about this, not just with the uh, presidential candidate, but, you know, it was an election year last year with with any and all the candidates. Like, oh, you're not voting for, you know, uh, this senator or that senator or this congressman or, you know, whatever it happened, whatever race it was, electoral Uh race it was, they were like, oh, it's the year of the woman. Of course you're voting for a woman, right? And I have no problem voting for women. There are a lot of powerful, intelligent, um, very well-qualified women out there that I would have loved to have voted for. They weren't running for the offices that I had to check (laughs) on the ballot box that day. But if they were, I would go based on merit because I know that I've done my homework, I've researched this person, and I think they're the most qualified for the job. Regardless of gender, I'm going to vote for who's qualified, right? But that was, I was very ostracized by just not taking a stand and not, you know, just just running the gender card just because, you know, oh, it's the year of the woman. You know, what's the matter with you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because you have an integrity and you can critically think and uh, I really appreciate it and wish that there were more ladies like you in our country. But on my second point that you were discussing earlier, I just want to uh, give a couple of my, uh, martial arts, uh, self-defense. These are all wonderful things for our female listeners. I would recommend doing a couple of things. Go to martial arts, uh, whatever you enjoy. Learn a grappling art and a striking art. But what I would suggest is to find a partner so that when you're not in the dojo, you can practice and master your technique and always use safety gear, of course. 
And as for uh, shooting, well, if you're not a sharpshooter, you can always practice. You can always uh, go to a shooting range and get, uh, get proper training for that. One technique uh, that I want to share that they uh, teach in the Russian Army is the reason why they're so accurate. Even with the AK-47, which is really an inaccurate rifle compared to, say, the AR-10, is you use a breathing technique and you take a deep breath in and out before you uh, fire. It helps to calm your nerves in your hand. If your hand is shaking or you lift up the rifle or anything like that, or you squeeze uh, tight and not gently, that's going to affect the accuracy with your shot. So if they can do it with an AK, then we can do it with a 9mm or a 22. So I just wanted to share some of my personal experiences and tips and hope that uh, the ladies will use it. And I am going to uh, just listen to the rest of the show and uh, get your feedback on that. Thank you, Sherwin. I love that firing tip. That's a good one. So take a breath before firing, you're saying. And that sort of probably hits the reset with your body, right? Maybe you're gone. But, yeah, I I love that tip. You know, going back to the gender card, I've been a, a, you know, a company owner and an entrepreneur most of my life. And when you ask a an owner of a company, why is this person getting hired or why are they getting promoted or why are they getting a raise? It almost rarely has anything to do with the gender. So stop using the gender, stop using the race, stop using all of that. Now, do you have to work really hard to win the job? Do you have to work really hard to get that raise or promotion? Of course you do. So, you know, the the owner of the company is going to look at the, you know, what is his bottom line? Are you affecting his bottom line? Are you making him money? Are you saving him money? Are you making his company more efficient somehow? What skill or attribute are you bringing to the table? And that's what he's going to make his decision on. For the most part, I would say 98% of owners could care less if you're black, blue, polka dot, green, or stripes. They really don't care about that. It's all about the bottom line. Um, Are you improving their company, either financially or otherwise, And that's what they're going to look at. So that's what you should be focusing on and stop hiding behind the labels and the cards because it's a cop-out. It really is. You have to put in the work to get that attention and to get the attention for real, not because you're using a label. So I think a lot of people who use the label, they have what I call sheep mentality. They like to follow what other people's do, what other people's do, right? I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, why put in the work if you can just, you know, jump on the bandwagon and hide behind this label? Basically what's happening here is it gives people the power that they don't deserve to have. That's the bottom line. So once you know how the mechanics of this concept work, then you should figure out what's going to give me that sense of power, that sense of confidence if I do this for real. And there is a decided difference between those who do it for real and those who are just using a moniker or a label. Um, You know, you won't have to, you will no longer have to resort to the labels if you do it for real, right? Because you're you're already going to have that in your gut. You're already going to have that knowing in your gut that I took care of business in such and such way because you actually did deserve it and you did earn that, that accolade. So... You know, there's a lot of people who might cry, especially females, might cry to get out of a speeding ticket. Uh, Maybe the defense mechanism that a guy might use is maybe he'll crack a funny joke or something um, to get the cop to think a different way and have mercy on, on him or her to not issue that ticket. 
you know, does some of that work? Yeah, I guess it does work. But, you know, why do you have to resort to something like that? I'm not saying accept the ticket. I mean, especially if it was marginal. Um, but, you know, a lot of times when I talk to cops, they say, just be respectful. Just be polite. Don't back talk. Don't do anything uh, with your hands that's going to put you at risk where the officer doesn't know what you're doing. Um, you know, he doesn't want to get shot. He or she, the officer, doesn't want to get shot. So keep your hands in plain sight. Keep them still. Don't head for your wallet until he asks you to do so. Don't head for your glove compartment until he or she asks you to do so because you might be pulling out a gun. You know, that's how they're trained. So when he says it's okay, go get your registration card, then reach into your glove box and get out the information. So, you know, be respectful. And a lot of times if you have a lot of respect, and you're polite, which is such a rare quality these days, sometimes you get off the hook just because of that. Like, you didn't even have to play any charades. Um, I recently got pulled over because the cop thought I was uh, texting, and I wasn't. Um, I was just trying to uh, mute my phone. I had a, an audio app that was running and it was on buffer. So when I started the car a few blocks ago, uh, because it was on buffer, there was no audio sound. And then all of a sudden I got in range or whatever and the buffer finally kicked in and the uh, audio sound, I had to like find it and turn it off. So he thought I was texting, but I wasn't. So once I showed him that this is what happened and I showed him what app I was on. You know, it was all good. He gave me a warning. Like, he wasn't going to write the ticket for texting, but he did give me a warning to, um, you know, maybe in the future I should have had the audio app connected to my Bluetooth, which he's right. And, you know, so it was all good. So it was an intelligent conversation. It was a respectful conversation. And I got let go. So, you know, you have other tools in your toolbox rather than, you know, resorting to, you know, in this case, crying or cracking a joke or something like that. You do have other tools. So just use that. You know, the person on the other end, they will appreciate that. And, you know, they might just let you go just like they let me go. So I'm going to talk in just a moment about there's a lot of people who have this syndrome of, do you know who I am? They're using the fame card. And they're unable to fathom a world where their fame can't solve their problems. Now, if the lowly person doesn't recognize who they are, you know, they feel like they have to have a hissy fit to give you the 411 on, you know, you, you can't treat me this way because of my self-perceived status of myself, which is so self-centered. I mean, if you're going to ask to be let off the hook, probably the last tactic you should use is to be self-centered. I mean, the, the cop or the uh, employee or whoever it is you're having a dis disagreement with, that, that they don't want to hear that you are just being selfish and arrogant. That's really not going to work. So we have to find another tact to get your point across, be respectful, and, you know, maybe they might come around because maybe your request is not all that unreasonable. And maybe it's something within their power to, um, you know, cut you a break, right? So try not to do the self-centered thing and the arrogant thing because it just flat out does not work. So anyway, if you've just joined us, you've joined the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about hiding behind the fame card, the gender card, the race card, you know, all number of these cards and, and extra labels that I think take your power away. So call us with a question or comment. Our phone number is 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. And we're going to talk about when we come back from the break, how some of these 
quote-unquote famous people handled their situations. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You the world and you know just the place to do it round up your mates and head over to henson brewing company burbank's premier craft brewery quality complexity and always easy to drink follow our progress and support us on facebook and kickstarter coming summer 2017 henson brewing company hi guys You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about labels and cards and why hiding behind some of these uh, uh, monikers really does not serve you. So instead, we're going to talk about how to beef up the situation and get the job done for real, get the request done or the favor done for real without having to resort to some of these tactics that flat out don't work. And uh, oftentimes they might get you arrested or thrown in jail for backtalking and being uh, disrespectful and you don't want to be in that position, right? All right, so we're going to talk about a couple of examples with some famous people who use uh, the fame card. Um, let's let's go to Miley Cyrus. A few years ago, she walked into a burger place and she balked when the cashier asked her name for the order, and she said, "You don't recognize me? I'm Miley Cyrus." <laughs> I mean, you know. I have some friends, and they go to Starbucks a lot. And Starbucks, you know, they write your name on the coffee cup. So they like to have fun with it. Sometimes they have a pseudonym on the Starbucks, co- you know, coffee cup. Sometimes their name really is hard to pronounce, and they don't correct the person. They don't correct the barista because it's just so funny to see what name or what spelling they actually are putting on the coffee cup. Life is too short to get bugged out by this kind of stuff. It's like, who cares? You know, I mean, not everyone is following the Miley Cyrus show. Um, You know, it's just ridiculous. So make light of the situation. Have fun with it. And if somebody asks for your name or the spelling or whatever it is, just go with the flow. There's more things in life to be bothered by than just this. Now, probably the one of the most famous fame card episodes that I can remember is Reese Witherspoon. Now, she's America's sweetheart, but she sounded pretty bitter when her husband got pulled over for a cop by a cop for erratic driving, according to the unfortunately unfortunate 
probably out of touch officer who pulled her over. She shouted, don't you know my name? You're about to find out who I am. Now, she was defending her husband, but guess what? She got charged, even though it was her husband that they were pulling over. She got charged with disorderly conduct for getting into a verbal fight with the police officer. So sometimes this is this can this behavior can get you in hot wet water when you're not even uh, spotlighted. You're not even the person that they're pulling over. So <laughs> you know, keep it to yourself, really. I mean, do you, I guess these people have too much time on the hand on their hands, and they just want to get in trouble for no good reason. Tara Reid, she's an actress. A few years ago, she threw a fit in a clothing store after they wouldn't give her a discount, even though even though she is quote unquote famous. Now she began to scream at the store's employees and had to be escorted out of her store out of the store now to her credit she, her position was she got discounts when she went to the same store in foreign locations like for example in Europe they have a different branch they have a, a branch of that same store in a different country there she got discounts but you know good old US of A apparently they didn't know who she was and she didn't get that discount she was pretty upset so you know it's lucky that she got tossed out with just an escort I mean you know if they could have escalated that the store absolutely could have escalated that and they could have you know called the cops so um, how about we talk about the most delusional mother in Hollywood, Dina Lowen, and she threw a fit for not being recognized by a nightclub bouncer. Despite having her daughters, Lindsay and Allie, in tow, she felt the need to shout out, do you know who I am? And when she was denied entry to a Hollywood nightclub, she already started mouthing off and saying something like, you're making a huge mistake. Huge. What I want to ask is, what is some 45-year-old, 45-plus-year-old woman, woman doing in a hip nightclub? Yeah, okay, you're escorting your, your daughters there, your 20-something-year-old daughters. But what are you doing there? Have you just not grown up? Do you really need a nightclub? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Call me if you have a comment on this. I mean, it's just out of control. 951-922-3532. Make this happen. I need your thoughts on some of this craziness. Now, here's a, an example of a celebrity gone bad where it actually went in her favor. Now, this doesn't happen, but I, I guess she's the exception to the rule. Who is it? Rihanna. Yeah. In 2012, Rihanna was escorted out of a nightclub for jumping on a table, shattering and shattering its glass top. So while being hauled away, she screamed, don't you know who I am? And the people carrying her away then recognized her and carried her back inside after most likely swallowing their pride. So, hmm, I guess if I'm going to use that mood... Uh, that method, I guess it kind of makes sense to say you're Rihanna. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, you know what? The It's not just the girls who use this tactic. There are some guys who use this tactic, too. Um, David Hasselhoff, now the Huff. The Hoff was in a huff when he was denied entry to a private bar at Wimbledon that was reserved for tennis players only, the sign said. Apparently, he said, all I want is a drink. Don't you know who I am? Hmm. Okay. Love, love. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really say whether or not uh, he was, you know, whether he got his drink or not, but probably so. Who knows? Um, who's up next? Shia LaBeouf. 
Yep. He was arrested during the intermission of a Broadway performance after being disruptive during the show while um, he was dragged away. He also shouted the, do you know who I am? All right. Uh, Sam Worthington. This actor was arrested in New York City after a paparazzo who got in his girlfriend's face. That's chivalrous of him to protect his girlfriend. But even though he had the right to remain silent, he did have one question for his arresting officers, and his question was, have you seen the movie Avatar? Which was the famous movie that he was in. <laughs> All right, Alec Baldwin. Oh, yes, good old Alec Baldwin. After being accosted by officers in New York City for riding his bike against traffic near Union Square, professional Alec Baldwin reportedly said the F word and do you know who I am? And so here's another thing that these people have in common is they think that the rules don't apply to them. And, you know, how, how do they get this way? I guess it's because, you know, a lot of them had to struggle for 20 years to finally make a name for themselves. And, you know, it is true that a lot of celebrities or people who are very wealthy that they don't have to pay for things. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. It's like the people who absolutely should pay for the things, they don't because that restaurant or that store wants to say, oh, you know, our establishment was visited by so-and-so celebrity. So, you know, a lot of times these celebrities get things for free or they get off scot-free for, you know, bad behavior because they the establishment doesn't want a bad rap. So I think that's how they get in this predicament that, you know, the rules just don't apply to them. Amanda Bynes, yes. She threw a bong out of her window a few years ago, and she asked, not in a mean way, she was just asking, like a curiosity thing, if the arresting officers knew who she was. Um, I think she just genuinely wanted an answer. Maybe she was having a down day, and she just wanted to be acknowledged and loved that day. Yeah, I think that's what was going on. <laughs> All right. I think all of these people have a case of you are just not as important as you think you are. And I wonder, does Tom Hanks or Meryl Streep, do they have to use this line? I would doubt it. Yeah. Morgan Freeman, does he use the line? Denzel? I don't think so. The Rock? Nah. No, because these people have put in their time and they've perfected their craft and they've protected their reputation and um, their status in the community means a lot to them and they're respectful. And many times the, some of these uh, celebrities are very respectful of their fans. So they wouldn't want to be a jerk and, you know, then that person goes home and tells 20 people what a jerk the person is. So I don't think somebody that that has a lot of clout is using these lines. All right? Okay. Uh, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. All right? So call us on this topic about hiding behind a moniker or labels or the gender card or the fame card or whatever card it is. Call us at 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about the gender card. Um, there's a couple of uh, radio commercials that I've been hearing lately, and I'll give you my thoughts on those. All right, we'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. 
Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about the gender card, the race card, the fame card, the feminist label, <laughs> all these labels and monikers and groups and whatever that you people have to hide behind. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't work and don't do it. <laughs> All right, so before we hop back into the topic, if you like our show, uh, there's lots of ways that you can show your love. Listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend. Start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. So I actually have a couple of books out, but the one that's relevant to this show is Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women, that will change your life forever. And then I also have a book for the ladies. It's called Hitched in 90 Days or Less. And it's a book on how to be so adorable and so irresistible that the guy can't help himself, that he has to propose within 90 days. Otherwise, he has this fear that he's going to lose you to another guy. And, you know, he doesn't want to have that to happen. So... You know, quit acting like guys because that's not attractive to men. This book teaches the ladies how to do it in a feminine way. Use your female guiles to, to get that guy. Yeah. All right. So anyway, let's hop back into today's topic. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, there, there's two ads that I keep hearing. They're radio ads and one one company says, I'm female run. It's like a hair coloring uh, kit, I guess it is. That's what her company is about. And she says, I'm a female run company, and I named this company after my daughter. And lastly, I'm the president, and I'm going to boast my own name. Like, I can't, I don't really want to hire a, an actor or an actress to do this commercial because, no, I'm too self-important that I need to tell you to buy my hair coloring products. Um, and you should do so primarily because I have a female-based company. I don't know. That that commercial just rubs me the wrong way. Plus, on the commercial, she's got a very deep voice. She sounds like a guy. Um, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way because, like I was saying about the candidates earlier, I'm going to use, a, in this case, I'm going to use a product that I have looked at the reviews and I'm making a decision based on does this product or service meet my needs. I could care less whether it's run by a female um, organization. I mean, if she happens to be a female, 
female president and owner, you know, more power to you. I've been um, a female entrepreneur for, like I said, decades and decades, and I never have to use that line. It's like, you know, here I am, I'm showing up, I'm providing a product or service, and I, as a human being, am enough. I don't have to go the extra mile to tell you that I'm a female, that this is a female-based company. It's just, I don't know, I, I it just... The commercial rubs me the wrong way, and I think it lessens her power and takes away from it rather than her intent, which is to get you to buy something primarily based on her gender, right? And then there's another uh, there's another ad. It's also a radio ad, and she's a female attorney in Los Angeles who calls herself Superwoman on the ad. And I thought to myself... First of all, you're an attorney, and you can't really be calling yourself Superwoman because, you know, the Marvel comic books, that that name has already, that moniker has already been trademarked for decades, right? So as an attorney, you know better with regard to, um, you know, copyright laws and so forth that you can't use, you, you know, you can't say, oh, I'm Batman, or I can't, in this case, you can't say, oh, I'm Superwoman, even though you're re- you're referring to your um, legal skills, you just can't do that. And secondly, much like the hair coloring lady, she's saying that she is a super attorney because of her gender. And, you know, what if I go on her website and her ratings are not very, very good? I'm not going to hire that person. It's just self-aggrandizement. And when I, you know, hear people brag like that, I tend to disbelieve what they're saying. So, again, to me, it just takes away her power. I'm sure she's probably pretty good, but to me, when I hear it, I just think of bragging. So it lessens uh, their value in, in my mind. Now, is using a card, like gender, race, whatever, is using a card, I think, is very similar to to bragging, meaning that you don't deserve the status you think you should. So that's why you have to resort to bragging because you've got to announce to the world, you know, this fabulous attribute that you have. Otherwise, people won't know you have that attribute. That's bragging. Okay. So I think it's victim mentality because you think somebody owes you. They don't owe you anything. So as for bragging, People who really do have a desirable asset for real, they don't brag. So if you truly are beautiful, rich, well-endowed, have a special skill, have artistic ability, have an exceptional athletic ability, so on and so forth, guess what? Don't brag. They don't brag. Why? Because they have put in the work. They have this favorable asset for real. So I think if you have to brag, you're just a wannabe, right? You're aspiring and you're wishing and hoping and praying that it's just going to drop from the sky. You're going to have this wonderful attribute. But the people who have done the work, they don't need to do this. They don't need to brag. Okay, so what's the cure for all of this? What's the cure for hiding behind a, a moniker? Well, you know, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but it's get educated is to read, Um, you know, with regard to the financial world, the person that was rich, you know, they don't have to brag about how much money they have in their in their pocket or their bank account or how many cars or houses they have. That's none of their business other than their own. Okay, so they don't have to tell you and they don't. So in that case, you know, I would say save money or find ways to invest and make your money grow, I mean, that will bring you confidence for real because when you see it go from a dollar to a dollar five or a dollar eight or a dollar ten, you know, you multiply that with the zeros, you're going to, with the different decimal points, you're going to feel really great about yourself that you have increased your wealth. So another attribute would be to put in the time to get better Um, and then you know once you get to a better level then keep going until you get to an exceptional level now 
it is said that it's just pure math here. If you only invest one hour a week with something that you want to get good at, and you know what? If you want to shorten that time frame, go for it. You know, make it, you know, three hours a week or five hours a week or whatever it is. But they say with as little as one hour a week, in a couple of years, you will be an expert at something. So, you know, let's say you want to be a great marksman or let's say you want to be a great swimmer or whatever it is, whatever, you know, floats your boat. Take an hour a week to learn your craft, read up on it, practice it, and do whatever you need to do to get better at it. And sooner or later, in a couple of years, you will be at an expert level. How fun is that? Then you won't have to resort to doing all this moniker stuff and everything else. Now, another way you can get good with this sort of thing is you know, join a club that does moot court where, you know, I think as a society, we've lost the ability to have a debate. Um, you know, when I see social media, two people will be talking about a, a, a topic that they are in disagreement with and they only have like one or two comments to say about it. And then once they get to the third comment, now they're name calling because they have nothing left in their tool chest. They're not, uh, up on the topic enough to like continue the debate so, so get up on the topic to where you can argue the facts and not argue and not attack the person another way would be to do public speaking and that that's that's a great way to um, up your skills in this area and it gives you confidence as well all right, we have to round out this show. I thank you very much for joining us at the Men's Advocate Show. Join us each and every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we will catch you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now.